God knows the work you are capable of doing. He has set you up so you can do it and be a success. He's preparing a way for you. He gave you a gift and He wants you to use it. Welcome to the Everything We Need podcast, a nine-minute devotional brought to you by Nine Media. We hope God will show you that in Christ, we have everything we need. To access more resources, go to ninemedia.org. Now, here's our podcast. Hi, it's Melinda Logging, founder of Nine Media. Today, I want to discuss a very short part of the 1 Corinthians 12 passage that we've been looking at about spiritual gifts. So open up your Bible to verse 27, and we'll read through 31. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is part of it. And God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second, prophets, third, teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, and of different kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? Now eagerly desire the greater gifts. Join me in prayer. Lord God, we eagerly desire so much more than just spiritual gifts. Honestly, we desire a lot of what the world desires, even though it doesn't satisfy. So Lord, I pray that you place in our hearts a yearning for you. May this study help us know more about you so we can long for more of you. Free us from earthly desires. Free us from selfish ambitions. Free us from Satan's grip. Reveal yourself to us, Lord, and show us what you want us to gain from your word today and every day. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. First, let's talk about the statement, now eagerly desire the greater gifts. Paul just listed out a series of gifts that we can assume are the greater gifts he's speaking of. These gifts are listed as the greater gifts because they benefit the body of Christ. That's what we're supposed to eagerly desire, that God would use us to benefit His people. So I don't necessarily want to focus on what it looks like to desire a specific spiritual gift. I want to focus on what it looks like to desire to be used by God. Because in reality, it's the Spirit that ministers to others, not the gift itself. Using your gifts to expand the kingdom or to love, support, honor, and encourage someone brings the Lord joy. This is what it is to eagerly desire to be used by God. There is so much that we can do to bring Him joy, simply knowing who He created us to be and being that person brings Him joy. Using our gifts, talents, resources, and skills brings God joy. But to use them to benefit His kingdom is what He created us to do. That is very satisfying to us and the Lord. It's impossible to pick just one example out of the Bible or in my own personal life of a person or people group who want to be used by God. 
The Bible is about God. So naturally, every story demonstrates a great desire to be used by Him. Noah, Abraham, David, Ruth, Moses, Gideon, Esther, Jonah, Mary and Joseph, John the Baptist, Peter, Stephen, Paul, Timothy, the list goes on and on. Though each of these individuals wanted to be used by God, each of them failed or struggled to some degree. Just because we desire to be used by God doesn't mean we won't fail, nor does it mean it will be easy. Satan works so hard to tear down, pull apart, and destroy. It's easy to feel bogged down by his constant negativity, which decreases our desire. We live in a self-serving society focused on individuality, so it's easy to become caught in the idea that it's all about me and become discouraged when we're striving to serve the Lord. If, as a community, we aren't expressing what God is doing in our lives or proclaiming where He is calling us, then it's hard to know how to support one another and come together. Ephesians 4, 11-13 states it this way, So Christ Himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip His people for works of service, so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. This scripture is actually included in the vision of Nine Media, that we could build you up to become a mature Christian, attaining the fullest measure of Christ. So in turn, you would build up others. That's how God's kingdom works. And you see it working when you bear fruit. What is this fruit I'm talking about? It's the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5, 23 lists them as love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So when you see these attributes in your life, you know that God is using you for His glory. However, God will use us no matter what, but our lives will only bear fruit when we're a willing participant. To participate in His plan, we must eagerly desire to know Him, know His plan for our life, obey, and love Him. Even when we fail and struggle, we turn toward God again and again, desiring His way above our own. Just like Jonah repented after spending three days in a fish, he traveled to Nineveh to use the gift God gave him. Now your life might not look as dramatic as Jonah's. Who knows? Perhaps it will. But what does it look like for you personally to eagerly desire the greater gifts? First, it means you evaluate and analyze your life so that you can become aware of your spiritual gifts, how God is using you, and where He's calling you. Second, it means asking God to give you that desire. Only He can change your heart. If you're like any human being on this planet, you'll have an apprehension of being used by God while 
At the same time, you'll have an incredibly deep curiosity about what that might look like. We all want to have significance. We're all driven toward a purpose. We want to find a greater meaning beyond ourselves. That's what God is calling you to. Seek it. Desire it. Yearn for it. Tell Him and others this hope. He wants to hear from you. And when you speak it, the desire becomes more real. It becomes tangible, like you could actually reach it. Know that He will support you. When you do fall, He'll be there to pick you back up. And honestly, so will a lot of other people around you. Not only do we all want to succeed in what God has called us to, we want to see others succeed too. That's part of being the body of Christ. Finally, you simply have to accept the gifts you've been given. You have to accept the Spirit. You have to be okay with God moving you and molding you to where He wants you to be. Yes, this is scary. God may call you down a path that you're not comfortable with, but He won't do that unless it's for His glory. God knows the work you are capable of doing. He has set you up so you can do it and be a success. He's preparing a way for you. He gave you a gift and He wants you to use it. So desire it eagerly and use it boldly. Next, we want to offer you a more intimate view of some of the spiritual gifts. I've asked a few of my friends to share their insight and knowledge about a particular gift, so stay tuned. I pray you discover more about your spiritual gift, as well as how God is using the Spirit to attain the fullness of Christ and bear fruit. Thanks for tuning in to a nine-minute devotional by Nine Media. We hope you were blessed by today's podcast and that you learned that God will provide you with everything we need. For more podcasts and resources, please visit ninemedia.org. We're looking forward to catching you next time.